Lecture topic: Strengthening the heart through zikr. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Wa kafa wa salatu wa salamu ala ibadihi al-ladhin astafa. Amma ba'du fa'udu billahi min al-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillahirrahman al-rahim. والذين جاءوا من بعدهم يقولون ربنا اغفر لنا ولاخواننا الذين سبقونا بالايمان ولا تجعل ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين امنوا ربنا انك رؤوف رحيم قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم صل من قطعك واعف عمن ظلمك واحسن الى من اساء اليك او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم مصوصه الدرماي كرام بدرسنا الدرس the extent to which we place importance to the external self far more greater emphasis and attention has to be paid on the internal self so it's standard every person wants to be presentable he wants to be looking healthy he wants to be fine fit physically he wants to be clean this is all part of deen deen teaches us all this but as much as our attention is towards the external self there's far more greater emphasis in the quran sharif in the sunnah of nabiy kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the ahadith and mubaraka on the heart and in dunya the heart is hidden from everybody and sometimes we also don't realize what's lurking in our heart because that depends on the extent of spiritual health that a person can detect something just like physically if a person has become so ill sometimes some limb has become so numb that it can't sense any pain anymore so the pain is there the problem is there something is affecting it something is hurting it something is harming it but because it's so numb it is so lifeless almost it can't sense anything and as a result the destruction the harm that comes as a result of it then only when it's sometimes too late a person realizes so likewise spiritually also when the heart is alive when the heart is spiritually healthy then it will detect even fine things minor things mashayikh prescribe zikr that a person should be very very regularly making the zikr of allah tabarak wa taala and with great emphasis on the zikr so one of the objectives of the zikr or shaykh azza chaki masa sahab rahmatullah alayhi mentioned that by means of the zikr the purpose is that a person starts even detecting the very minor and very fine sins 
the major things everybody knows about but many a times there are things a person is getting caught up in and it doesn't even occur to him sometimes a person is engaging in some kind of conversation with somebody which is clearly haram it's forbidden it's some non-mahram he's talking in a casual manner there is no need for that kind of there's nothing no need whatsoever to be talking that kind of thing but it doesn't even occur to him that this is a sin this is a problem this is not in order at all so now the heart has deadened to a point where it is not as healthy as it should be as a result of which this doesn't even occur to his mind and the person feels just as pious as ever so the emphasis on the heart well in dunya neither can anybody else see our hearts and sometimes we also don't know what's lurking in our hearts but in the akhirat it's going to be the heart and the heart alone that's going to be the basis of salvation in the Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala says يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالُوا وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَ اللَّهَ بِقَلْبِ الْسَلِيمِ On that day when nobody's wealth will be of any avail to them, nobody's children and offspring will be able to assist them in any way, the only person that will succeed on that day is إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَ اللَّهَ بِقَلْبِ الْسَلِيمِ The one who has come with a pure heart, starts off with purity of shirk and kufr, because if that impurity is in the heart then there's damnation and destruction forever and then purity from all the vices and sins and maladies of the heart and whatever else soils the heart and becomes a barrier between a person and Allah Ta'ala so that is then the purity that is required so the person who has come with a pure heart that person will succeed other than that Allah says nobody else illa man atallah a complete exception this is the only exception illa man atallah biqalbin salim the one who has come with a pure heart now when the whole salvation in akhirat is dependent on this and akhirat is what our destination is and what our direction and focus is and our akhirat could be far nearer than we realize it Many a times a person is planning for a long period ahead but meanwhile somebody is already handling that kafan they don't realize it too maybe they're already wrapping it up folding it they're already keeping it ready in some ghusal khana that kafan in which he is going to be wrapped <coughs> so now there's only half a dozen kafans there there's not more than that maybe one dozen at the most so it means that this is going to get used up in short time sometime soon, within a week, within a few weeks at the most, maybe within a day, Allah knows best. So sometimes a person already his kafan is being wrapped up and he is still planning for another 20 years. So the point that we are being taken towards in the Quran Sharif, in the Hadith Sharif is that when that Akhirat is so close to us and when the salvation in the akhirat is entirely dependent on this heart what kind of heart a person is going to bring and come so this journey of life should be focused towards the heart the heart must be in order the heart is in order then obviously everything else is also going to be cared for but if this is in order everything will be in order
And if this is not in order, then nothing can be in order. Physically also this holds true. And spiritually also in the Hadith Sharif, when Nabi Islam said, Allah, inna fil jasadi la mudha. That in the body is an organ. Ida saluhat, saluhal jasadu kullu. If this is in order spiritually, the entire body will be spiritually in order. And if this is corrupted, then the entire body will be corrupted. The eyes will be corrupted. If we look at haram, the ears will be corrupted, be listening to evil and sin. The tongue will be corrupted, there will be vulgarity, there will be evil talk, there will be zebat and backbiting. There will be all kinds of things. The entire body from head to toe will be dependent on the condition of the heart. If the heart is in order spiritually, then you'll find the hand moving towards the Quran Sharif, towards reciting the Kalam of Allah Ta'ala. You'll find the eyes being able to be lowered when it is confronted by haram. Then the person's eyes will make awal on Say to the believing men to lower their gazes and protect their chastity. When this will happen? When the heart is in order. So the heart now will be the strength of the heart that will lower the gaze. The strength of the heart. It is the strength of the heart that will rein the tongue in. Otherwise not, no reins. If the heart is strong enough, then it will rein the tongue from zibad. It will rein the tongue in from saying things that are not in order, from causing harm to others with the tongue. That's the strength of the heart that's going to be the power on the reins. Now the rider, the rider is so weak that he doesn't even have any strength to hold the reins. Where he's going to pull that horse in, rein that horse in. So the heart is so weak spiritually, where is going to rein the tongue in? Where is going to rein the eyes down? Where is going to hold the ears back from listening to haram? No strength. So in any case, these are all the aspects that will come as a result depending on what the condition of the heart is. If it's spiritually healthy, fit, then you'll find all the righteousness coming through from this insan. And if the heart is corrupted spiritually, then unfortunately you'll find all the kinds of things that happen, the vices and the sins. And then that becomes the focus of life. That becomes the person's engrossment. That is what will just now be his, all the time, his obsession. And he won't get enough of one thing, then he'll want another thing. And that won't be enough, and he'll want something else. And Allah forbid, like as mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, when the love of wealth consumes a person, then nothing can satiate him except the sand of the grave. Then the only thing that will now fill his belly is the sand of the grave, meaning it's too late now, he's going to leave his dunya and go. That's the only time now that it will be enough. But when it's too late, the same becomes the situation when a person falls into the greed of lust, the greed of haram, then there is no end to it then. But that takes over. But that becomes the obsession. That becomes the direction in life. Then there is never an end to it. One thing then leads to another. That then demands something else. And that demands something further. And then Allah forbid it's moth. Allah Ta'ala save us. So the emphasis is on the heart that Allah save us from all these kind of halat and conditions. 
the opportunity that we have of life is to be used to make the heart now one is to strengthen the iman in the heart which is then the foundation of everything to the extent of the strength of iman the consciousness of allah tabarak wa taala that extent of consciousness which makes a person think 10 times before he does something makes him think 10 times before he says something he double checking is this action going to be in order am i going to displease allah taala is this statement going to be in order or is it going to be displeasing to allah taala that will come from the strength in the heart otherwise the person will do first and think afterwards he'll first act and then now he will think and then he'll have to react because finish act already now he'll have to react but now sometimes the reaction doesn't solve the problem the damage is done so this is the point that we are being told in the quran sharif in the hadith sharif to cleanse the heart now one is to cleanse it from all vice all sin all evil together with that one major thing that we have been emphasized upon is to have the heart clean for one another as well the heart clean from all evils all vices sin pride and love of dunya love of the ego all these other maladies of the heart and likewise a very very great emphasis that is placed is on the aspect of the cleanliness of the heart for everyone in the ayat of the quran sharif that was recited allah taala says wal ladina jaa'u min ba'dihim this the two ayat that preceded the one ayat refers to the muhajirin lil fuqara' al muhajirin alladhina ukhriju min diyarihim wa amwalihim allah taala says that this wealth that comes to nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam by means of the of the wealth of fay which is described as fay meaning that which came without any jihad being waged somebody now they entered into a treaty and they said okay we'll pay so much of the jizya whatever so that is the right of the muhajirin who were removed from their homes and they came for the pleasure of allah taala left everything behind so one is that category the muhajirin allah taala praises them very greatly in the quran sharif and then the second category wal ladina tabawwa'u ad-dara wal iman min qablihim yuhibbuna man hajara ilayhim this is the category allah is referring to is the ansar in this these two ayat allah taala very greatly praises the muhajirin and the ansar the entire body of sahaba ikram and then now the muhajirin and ansar they are no more around they gone so the rest of us allah taala has left a door open for everybody also wal ladina jaa'u min ba'dihim the muhajirin they finally left dunya the ansar also they eventually all left but then allah taala till the day of qiyamah speaks about the third group but the third group has certain specific qualities in them then they qualify to be in this third group so this is such a great association the mention of the muhajirin the mention of the ansar such great personalities such people who allah taala made them the standard of iman 
ഇമാൻ and at the top of the ummat is the sahaba ikram that they have great love for the sahaba they constantly make dua for them so now if this is the quality of a mu'min who wants to be part of this then is there any space for a person who reviles the sahaba person who talks ill of the sahaba ikram person who harbors any negativity in his heart against any sahabi of the nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam that is completely out of the equation So this is the standard Allah has made, the Iman of the Sahaba. And then Allah speaks about this last group, that those who come after, they make dua for themselves, Rabbana khfillana. So this is also part of a mu'min's life, dua. And a lot of istighfar, Rabbana khfillana. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam being masoom, sunless. And he says, I make istighfar, I seek Allah's forgiveness, aksara min mi'ab. ഡിസ്കഷൻസ് and in between he is making the istighfar in one sitting will count 100 times so now nabi islam is making istighfar so excessively how much istighfar do we need to make how much are we making so istighfar and then together with that dua daily they should be dedicated time for dua dua is the communication with allah taala it's the essence of ibadat now the entire day passes and we haven't made dua meaning in a dedicated manner one is the routine way we just carry on one minute after salah that too should be done in a proper manner but apart from that in a dedicated manner asking for all our needs of dunya and akhirat and making dua for our fellow muslims throughout the world those who are in any difficulties hardships in this current time and the situation that is happening around us and in other parts of the world what's going on in Palestine how much of our day is dedicated how many minutes leave aside any hours leave aside any long time but how many minutes of the day was dedicated to making deep hearted dua for our Palestinian Muslim brothers and sisters for those of who are under such severe situations in Gaza etc how many minutes was spent making dua for them 
maybe 10 times that one four minutes that we might have spent, 10 times the amount, maybe 20 times the amount was spent just on social media, on following the news. But how many minutes of dedicated dua, deep hearted dua between us and Allah Ta'ala. So this is a very distinguishing characteristics, a characteristic of these people. And they're making dua. And then Allah Ta'ala says about them and what they also ask وَلَا تَجْعَلْ فِي قُلُوبِنَا غِلًّا لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Ya Allah, don't ever let any malice come into our hearts for the believers. And the highest rank of believers are the Sahaba. So if a person harbors some malice in his heart for any Sahabi, what's the level of his where, where does he feature? One person came to Hussein Hussain and he uh, wanted to ask something. He started asking one question, but the question was directing towards, he was trying to find some fault about Sayyidina Usman Ghani So I came to ask this question about Usman So Hussain said, ask him first, are you a Muhajir? He said, no, I'm not a Muhajir. Well, are you part of the Ansar? Now he was a person after. He's not a Sahabi. He came in much later. He was a Tabi'i. But he was somebody also affected by the propaganda of the Rawafis and so on. So I asked him, are you a Muhajir? He said, no. Are you part of the Ansar? No. He said, well, if you want to be part of the third group, then keep your heart clean for the Sahaba. Otherwise, you won't be anywhere. You have one last chance left to make it somewhere. And if you don't make it somewhere, then this is a precondition. Ya Allah, keep our hearts clean of malice for all the believers. So what can be spoken about the Sahaba? So having the heart clean, this is a very, very great virtue. Imam Hadith Nabi Karim was asked, who is the best person? Who are the best of people? So on this occasion, Nabi Sallallahu replied and said, "Kullu makhmumil qalb saduqil lisan." Kullu makhmumil qalb saduqil lisan. So the Sahaba replied and said, "Saduqil lisan." A person with a true tongue is very truthful. That we understand. It's quite clear that this is a quality that a person should be truthful. There should be no lie about him. That is quite clear, we understood that. But we didn't understand the first part. Mahmoumil Qalb. If you can please expand this, highlight to us what is in this person. Who is Mahmoumil Qalb? A humble hearted, but what is the first two? Nabi Karim then defined this person. Alladhi la isma fihi wa la baghi. Wa la ghilla wa la hasad. Person, there's no sin in his heart. Doesn't mean that he becomes immune to sinning. But Allah forbid if he slipped up somewhere, he cannot rest until he has made sincere tawbah. He has shed some tears of remorse and regret. He's feeling the pain of that in his heart. He's not feeling nothing about it. Somebody, one pious person, he was advising somebody, advising whoever his students were, so he said to them that 
what a difference has come about we are those people who they cried over even their minor sins if they made some mistake by chance some minor thing also but they cried over that and now people laugh over the major sins once upon a time a person slipped up into some minor thing also that too affected him so much that he lost his appetite for a while he felt so restless that he couldn't do anything till he connected himself with Allah Ta'ala again and when he made salat of toba and made lot of istighfar and he would do some amal and cry and shed tears of remorse until then he never felt at peace once upon a time that was the case he says now what has become the situation we are laughing over our major sins and advertising it blatantly for the whole world also that now you got nothing else to boast about on social media then Nawazubillah boast about your sins so la isn there is no sin meaning Allah forbid if there was some mistake then he has made sincere tawbah at the same time and there is no oppression and zulm from him and neither is there any ill feeling that harbors no ill feeling for anybody and neither any jealousy for anyone this is mahmoom il kalb this is the person whose heart is humble this is the person who Allah Ta'ala loves this is among the best of people he's got this kind of heart and this truthful tongue such a person is among the best of people now to keep this heart clean this is the the very great challenge but this is the extremely important need because on the day of Qiyamah is only the heart that is going to count on that day the tongue also won't speak after a while that will be sealed many a times we try to work out how to say it how to present it in a way that we will pull the wool over somebody's eyes but when the, the tongue is not going to speak what wool we going to pull over whose eyes on that day day of Qiyamah nothing else will work it's what's inside the heart that will talk so now there is no other option but to work on the heart and to make a very concerted effort on the heart and to cleanse the heart out of all the impurities whatever that relates to the doubts that come in Iman which is being pushed by all the forces of evil and as a result of just looking at anything, reading anything, listening to anything without any discretion not looking at the credentials of the person first before seeing what is written and then associating with anybody and then all the other vices and sins that soil the heart, that dirty the heart this becomes a very great obstacle on the day of Qiyamah so this effort on the heart Abu Dujana radiallahu ta'ala got very ill people came to visit him appeared that he perhaps is on his last but they found his face beaming face was beaming like a person overjoyed you just see that joy coming out of his face asked him very oh, you're so sick but your face is beaming like this how come so he said look what I have greatest hope on in terms of all the amal I really can't say much about anything but if there's, there's something I have a lot of hope on that inshallah with the fuzzle of Allah Ta'ala I will be given maghfirat 
and I will be entered into Jannah is two things. Now a Sahabi of this caliber and he's saying two things, what will be the two things? Would it perhaps be a lot of Salah? Meaning apart from the five daily Salah, maybe whole night of Tahajjud, maybe a lot of Tilawat, obviously every Sahabi, generally the Sahaba, generally, most of them their daily ma'mol and practice was one manzil of the Qur'an Sharif of Tilawat. Another one-seventh, roughly one-seventh of the Qur'an Sharif daily, every week they would make khatam. That was the general, most would have this amount of Tilawat daily. So now, maybe he was making much more, double that, triple that, and possible, who knows, some Sahaba used to make much, much more Tilawat also. Maybe it was his Sadaqah, maybe it was his Jihad, they all did all this and to a very, very high level. Every one of these things was on a very high level. But now he is saying two things. Now what will these two things be? Now we are talking about somebody who is on that level. He is making this, this uh, selection we may call it. So he is passing this judgment about himself. That Look I can't really say much for everything else. Whereas that was out of his humility. But the two things now he highlights. He said one, number one, that Kuntula atakallamu fima la ya'nini. I never spoke anything futile. I didn't speak anything futile. Can we ever claim for one day of our life? Forget our whole life. He's saying now from the time Allah Ta'ala bless me with tawfiq of Iman, Alhamdulillah, I didn't get involved in any layani, speaking any layani. Can we claim that for one day? Can we claim it for half a day? So now, whatever has, but we have to make this an objective. We might get there maybe 100 years time, we won't have to live till 100 years, but if you're on the road, Allah Ta'ala will raise us also with that quality, inshallah. And the second thing, My heart was completely clean of malice at all times for everybody. I have hope that on these two things. So now I'm going, I'm feeling that joy that inshallah on this Allah will forgive me. One Sahabi, Ulba bin Zaid radiallahu ta'ala Nabi Kareem sallallahu sallam had asked the Sahaba to contribute for some expedition. He had nothing at that time, nothing, completely penniless. So he turned to Allah ta'ala in dua. In the night, he turned to Allah Ta'ala in dua, Ya Allah, I have nothing to contribute, to give sadaqah now, I got nothing to give sadaqah. So, ya Allah, my sadaqah is, whoever has hurt me in any way, physically, in my wealth, in my honor, Ya Allah, I'm making sadaqah of that and forgiving it. In the morning when he came, in the majlis of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, now everybody is in the gathering. Nabi Sallallahu Where is the person who last night made sadaqah of his honor? So he stood up because he realized now this was the kind of dua he made. This is what the reference is to. Nabi Sallallahu accepted that as part of the accepted contributions. This is part of the accepted contributions. 
So now this is the value of that clean heart in the court of Allah Ta'ala. And on the day of Qiyamah, it is only the clean heart. إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ The person who comes to Allah Ta'ala with a clean heart, that's the person who is going to succeed. So this is a very great objective. In order to achieve it, there's so much of effort to be made, there's dua to be made. Nabi Sallallahu taught us, Allahumma zuqni qalban salima, Allahumma in yasaluka qalban salima, Yal, I ask you for a pure heart. And then there's so many other things that go along with it, time has already passed. There are many things to learn, how to keep this heart clean. How to conduct ourselves in a way that this, because we are insan, and when a person is walking on a dusty road, he's going to get dusty. But he doesn't remain dusty. He's always cleaning himself. He's stopping halfway to his cleaning himself. One person, there's many times you mentioned this person stopped at the filling station. So now he jumped out of the car and he was cleaning the magrams while the refueling was taking place. So he was shining the magram. Now, but when he takes off again, how long that's going to remain shining? But now maybe he'll go to the next filling station and do it again possibly. So now for that short period of time too, he wants to keep it shining. So our shoes must shine, our magrams must shine, our cars must shine. What about our heart shining? That is what is required and that is what's going to be of real value. So this is what we have to make an effort for on all the aspects of cleansing the heart, the maladies of the heart, bringing all the noble qualities in the heart. This is going to become a means of goodness for us in dunya. This is what's going to bring rahmat of Allah Ta'ala upon us. And this will become the means of our salvation in the akhirat as well. Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala give all of us the tawfiq. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Make zikr for a few minutes of dua. تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله لا إله إلا الله 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 
ഹൈറുഖീ <Sessizuk> اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد كلما كلما ذكره الذاكرون وصل على سيدنا محمد كلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين لا اله الا الله الحليم الكريم سبحان الله رب العرش العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نسالك موجبات رحمتك وعزائم مغفرتك والغنيمه من كل بر والسلامه من كل اثم اللهم لا تدع لنا ذنبا الا غفرته ولا هما الا فرجته ولا حاجه الا لك رضا الا قضيتها ويسرتها يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين يا ارحم الراحمين ربنا لا تؤاخذنا ان نسينا واخطانا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا اسرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقه لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا انت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها اللهم آت نفوسنا تقواها وزكها انت خير من زكاها انت وليها ومولاها اللهم اهدنا لاحسن الاخلاق لا يهدي لاحسنها الا انت واصرف عنا سيئها لا يصرف عنا سيئها الا انت اله العالمين يا الله ام مصيف الموست غريشس موست كايند most loving allah ilaha illa allah forgive us ya allah 
with the love of deen, Ya Allah, with the love of the amal of deen, Ya Allah, with the love of the efforts of deen, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, accept us in our progeny till Qiyamah for the khidmat of deen, Ya Allah, with ikhlas and afiyat, Ya Allah, and qabooliyat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, you guide us to your pleasure at all times, Ya Allah. Allah, save us from those acts that bring your displeasure, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, we have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah, we have been so shameless, Ya Allah. Despite all your countless bounties and na'mat showering upon us, Ya Allah, we have still been blatantly sinning, Ya Allah. We have still been involved in so much of haram and vice, Ya Allah. Our hearts are so filthy, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant us a tawfiq of being on sirat mustaqim all the time, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from all the vices and sins, Ya Allah. Save us from the fitna and fasad, Ya Allah. Save us from the external sins, Ya Allah. Save us from the internal sins, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, whoever is any kind of difficulty and hardship, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant one and all afiyat in deen, Ya Allah. Afiyat in dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Throughout the world, wherever the Muslims are in any pain and suffering, Ya Allah, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant them afiyat in every aspect, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, our brothers and sisters in Palestine and Gaza, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you take care of them, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, you show your special rahmat. Upon them, Ya Allah. Allah, remove their difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you grant them afiyat in every matter, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you grant them afiyat, Ya Allah. Allah, show your barakat and blessings upon them, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you strengthen their hand, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, make them victorious, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah, you hold back the hands of the oppressors, Ya Allah. Give them hidayat as well, Ya Allah. Allah's hidayat is not decreed for them, Ya Allah. Allah, wipe them out from the face of this earth, Ya Allah. Allah, grant them, Ya Allah, put upon them such a punishment, Ya Allah, that the whole humanity takes ibrat, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we submit entirely to you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, everything is in your control, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the weakness is from our side, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have brought in the barriers, Ya Allah, from the rahmat reaching us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have put the barriers of sin from our du'as getting accepted, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, forgive us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove our barriers from us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, though we have put these barriers of our own actions, Ya Allah, out of your grace and mercy, Ya Allah, shower your rahmat upon us, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, all those are sick, give them shifai, kamila, ajila, mustamirra, daima. Ya Allah, remove every trace of their ailments, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, those with financial difficulties, remove it with afiyat, Ya Allah. Grant barakat to each one in the risk, Ya Allah. Grant abundant halal and tayyib risk, Ya Allah. Filled with barakat, Ya Allah. Save us from every drop and grain of haram and doubtful things, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, give us a tawfiq of performing our five times salah with jama'ah, Ya Allah. With khushu and khudu, Ya Allah. In a way that you are pleased with us, Ya Allah. Enable us to recite the Qur'an Sharif daily, Ya Allah. Enable us to be forever in your remembrance, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us a tawfiq of doing all that which pleases you, Ya Allah. Save us from everything that displeases you, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. All those have raised their hands with this dua. 
all who asked us to make dua for them. Ya Allah, you fulfill each one's dire needs, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Grant each one the best of dunya and akhirat, Ya Allah. Grant afiat in every aspect of life, Ya Allah. Grant afiat in deen, Ya Allah. Afiat in dunya, Ya Allah. Ilahul Alameen, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, you grant us tawfiq, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, that you keep us steadfast on iman, Ya Allah, slow last breath, Ya Allah. Allah, take us on perfect iman, Ya Allah. Raise us on the day, day of Qiyamah with perfect iman, Ya Allah. Allahumma inna nas'aluka min khayri ma sa'alaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka Sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa na'udhu bika min shari masta'adaka minhu nabiyuka wa habibuka Sayyiduna Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam anta al-musta'an wa alayka al-balaq wa la hawla wa la quwata illa billahi al-ali al-azim wa sallallahu ta'ala ala khayri khalqihi Sayyidina Muhammad wa alihi wa sahabihi ma'in walhamdulillahi wa